What is that not for? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. I don't know if you heard, but this podcast is now sponsored. So before we get into the episode, let me tell you about our sponsor. I Love That Ad is proudly sponsored by IRS Plus, the one-stop shop for expert local radio planning and media agnostic brand solutions. If you have a media brief, you need to speak to IRS Plus. Go to irsplus.ie or mail hello at irsplus.ie for more. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. I'm your host Shane Brennan, joined as always by my co-host Aaron Chalk. How's it going, Aaron? Uh, it's all going great, Shane. It's all going great. It's great to uh, just be chilling out, waiting for you to kick off the podcast. It's nice to have well, you back in the hot, hot seat for uh, for this free gaff. Um, what I was gonna—that's what I was gonna say. Today is not a special episode. <laughs> um, we have zero guests here. Um, it's been a so while. It, it's just the two of us talking about ads that we love. Um, so strap in for something if you're if you've only started listening to the podcast in the last while, strap in for something slightly slightly more aggressive. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, you're um, ready. Yeah. Um but uh but no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh nice free gaff episode now where we can just talk about a few ads that, that we love. You know? Yeah, and it's it's been it's been a while uh since we've had we've we've had some some uh some some serious guests on there for the last while uh so it's uh it's nice to have a it's nice to have a moment just to to reflect and the free gaff episode is a perfect opportunity to do that yeah and i hope kind of um like a lot of listeners will have been here or viewers from the start like and it as it's been described is that one of the benefits of the podcast is it's kind of like covert um professional development <laughs> it's very easy listening <laughs> professional development i don't and think we'd ever i'd ever would have associated us to shiting on about stuff <laughs> as, well, as development or professional could, yeah, the word professional no. should not be in there at all but it covers your arse off and like especially bringing on some guests like it's it is it is really interesting when you get to hear people who are top in their field kind of talk about why they love ads and not really with a brief they're just that's what they came with you know mm. um and it's definitely been really enjoyable from our perspective um in in the middle of our third year of this podcast who'd have thought it who'd have not thought me it? not this not, not this me. guy not, this not guy. me hold on i'll open the vinegar and drink it while we <laughs> <laughs> um Brilliant. but yeah so free gaff so um anyone who's new uh me and aaron just kind of bring one each um we chat about it and that's it they're short and sweet so uh will we go straight into it unless you have any yeah. other business Aaron. Well, let's 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 get okay, into you it. go first you go first <clears throat> okay now i think you're gonna like this one uh and i, I wonder if you've better. seen it yeah i'm, I'm, fa- I'm fairly screwing myself here now by saying this so this is uh this is an ad that uh, I saw for the first time a couple of months ago and I put that in my little back pocket because we've been so busy with guests. I was like, well next free gaff, this one's this one's coming up straight away. So this one is uh, a, an ad entitled Life is Short and it features um the epic James Gandalfine. So uh, we'll have a we'll have a quick look at this. Life is short. Try to do something new every day. Dance. Try to dance as much as you can. 
Try to connect to the silence of the sea. And whenever you can, try to give your body a good rest. And once in a while, try to surprise an old friend. I'm sorry. I know. Try to exercise on a regular basis. A healthy body is a healthy mind. And learn to appreciate art. Try new things. And yes, it will change your life. What is that an ad for? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. So the version we've just watched there has, has a bit cut off because it's an ad for an Israeli uh, entertainment company that featured all the HBO uh, content back uh, years and years right. and years ago. Um, so it's called Yes O is it is a channel or the service that it was promoting and it's promoting the fact that they have they basically have the HBO stuff and this is back in Sopranos heyday type of type of time. Uh God bless. Uh, it looks like Sopranos is over, so I'd say it was probably around two thousand eight. He never Sorry, really I was like I'm wrong. Actually this was shot a year about a year before he, he passed, passed away, away, I believe. Yeah. Um, so that's before is, the movie The Drop with um Tom Hardy. So when was that? Like twenty seventeen? Something ooh. like that, I think. Um but yeah, I just I just love uh I love that it's meant to be like uh that kinda Great. I feel like I've only seen that recently. Did we see did was there some I literally only saw that Stop. for some reason recently and I remember laughing my ass off at it. And I don't know if it was I don't know why, but literally, I'd seen it for something. I'd looked at it in something. I don't know what. And then, that yeah, it's a fucking great, it's a great ad. I thought it was going to be life insurance. I was like, that. <laughs> I was really excited it was going to be a life insurance ad. There's there's a lot, it, it's hard to get the brand that this was sponsored by because most of the cuts online have, have the tag at the end cut off, like the one we've just watched there. Yeah. But... So a lot of when I was doing a lot of research into this, trying to find it, it uh, it kept coming up as a life insurance ad, but it wasn't just life insurance ad because it says life is short. It looks like a life insurance ad. That's maybe what I was because, re- like as I said, I saw this maybe a month ago or something. Uh, um, yeah. So like, uh, I I I love when you see stuff with James Gallifini in it because he's such a great actor and a character, but you forget. You forget how good of a comic actor he can be, how he can switch into that role perfectly, and just like the little, the little touch of your man's shoulder and the slap in the face. Going, I know, I know. Like that's just, just yeah. the timings and the touches that he have are, is so good, and the faces that he pulls. He's kind of like De Niro esque in the sense of he can tell a lot by just how he pulls his face. Yeah, he. He just has a look. I don't know if you've ever seen... Have you ever seen True Romance? Quentin Tarantino wrote it. No. And he, young James Gandolfini's in that. You should watch that. If you ever want to see the development of him as a character. um, He's very different. He's not... You can see he's not Tony yet. Because I remember there was a... Like, he's unbelievable. He he is, as you said, he's like De Niro. He can pull... He pulls his own... And like Sopranos was like the biggest thing in the fucking world for ages. Like... Made TV, TV. David Chase describes. I remember in the first in the pilot episode of Sopranos, um, there's a scene where Christopher's pissed off that he's not getting credit for the the hit on the Polish mafia guy, and he says, um, 
was it? I should have been, I should have been made capo or whatever. And he goes, I've got offers from Hollywood. And there's this moment in the script and uh, David Chase was like, this is the moment where I thought, saw James Gandolfini turn into Tony Soprano. Cause it was written that Tony was going to be like, Hey, we've all got offers. Don't worry about it. Do you know what I mean? I know it's tough, but your time will come. And James Gandolfini turned to David Chase. He's like, nah, I don't think that's right. He'd be angry. He'd be angry if you just threatened him. <laughs> and literally, there's the scene in the pilot where James Gandolfini fucking... He, it's, it's, it's amazing he switches, right? He's talking to him. He fucking grabs Christopher and, like, scares the shit out of him. But then after he scared him, he flips to that. It's going to be okay. Like, <laughs> it's that I'm sorry and pats on the face. Mm-hmm. And David Chase was like, okay, that's... that's the Because the whole point of the Tony Soprano character is that duality between that savage life and his want to be like recognized in normal civil society and you see all that with him interacting in restaurants and stuff like that and then he tries to be better than he is and then he ends up falling into his base character and then james tapped into that in almost most of tony's interactions there's this undercurrent of violence and a very lackadaisical willingness to flip in and out of it which was the representation of that kind of mob life but you it, know it's funny when you when you say that like it it reminds me of so many of the scenes where when something like that happens where it's not going tony's way or something that something's happened that tony doesn't agree with but he's in a social situation you can see he does this smile as in like yeah you can feel he's trying to just suppress all the bubbles that are trying to escape him He's trying to hold it together, but you can see the torment that just wants to scream inside yeah. of him. It's the threatening smile that doesn't that he's not said anything. <laughs> You're but like, a, oh, he's smiling to get out of this situation, but this is a problem. But it's it's also that smile is almost like he's taking a physical two or three seconds to tell himself not to blow the top. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like because he's not allowed because he's yeah. better than that. He's not meant to. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it's almost for his own his own therapy or his own kind of self-control yeah. that he has to do that smile that's his like pause face <laughs> and, and that's what i think he does with that character what you i think you're tapping into what he brings into that is he gave himself it's what brando used to do which made brando like the fucking god of acting was he wouldn't respond if someone gave him a line he just wouldn't speak he'd just stare <laughs> and everyone was like what <laughs> and like it just like it's the same thing with that Tony character. So if that flip to violence is such an easy flip at all occasions, he takes a beat because he's almost internally deciding if he's going to. It's conscious. And it's conscious. He's he knows. And like, uh, um, not as strong filmmakers would have like you, you nearly show his internal of like him imagining that he fucking I don't know fucking curb stomp someone. But really, it's that pause. It's it's him taking that like second beat, and he just does a smile after the second beat, and you're like, oh fuck, what what's he playing? What's going on? And also, Uh-oh. this is this is going to resurface in some some probably darker yeah. way later. When <laughs> later he gets on. a chance, I'm <laughs> fucked. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, or when you're watching that character dead or getting a beating. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That decision is made. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. just now it's when. Um, um, but I think, yeah, it's, it's, and he's tapping into, he bring, and especially in this, when they essentially were like, well, it's promoting Sopranos. So just do Tony. 
right? But even though he's a more polished version of Tony, um, yeah, I'd say he he just can do it in his sleep, like you know. I love the um, I love the cafe scenes where they have the uh, have the goons, the you know the the side men, just a couple of tables behind them, just sitting there. Foot soldiers there, the capos. Foot soldiers, the capos, yeah. Uh, so just that that they're always but they're staring at the camera as in like don't you fucking yeah. make any moves <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no it. it's really it's really that's it's, it's a fun it's ad great. it's a fun yeah, ad it's too. a fun ad and I adore James Gandolfini God rest him um, I don't think like, he got to he was unfortunately Tony at a time where no one was anything like that and I don't think he ever got to stretch after that properly you know what I mean and then he died in 2013 so uh yeah i just think he's amazing even when he's being that character there's just there's no one else in the world can do any it was a huge thing as well i think with actors james gonna big fucking guy and it's amazing to see like he's like you'd normally see you'd be used to like arnold schwarzenegger who looks massive on screen he's only six foot two but he looks monstrous and everything is about action and stuff. But it was amazing to see James Gandolfini as like this huge hulking character, but allowed him not to be one dimensional. Like, and that even that persona, as I said, that flip to violence, when you look at Tony, you know, if it flips to violence, you're in trouble because he is so capable and sizable. You're fucked. And I just think he's he's a really impressive representation of a like he's just a bigger than life he just embodied that character and he just dominates the screen in a in a real subtle but powerful way and anything with him in it i'm there for you know all right on to my one this is one from 2014 uh won a few awards at can uh dnad uh it's for lucas aid of all things um and audio specific. So let's give one of the three iterations of this. We'll listen to one and then we'll have a quick chat about it. It's 11 p.m. Joburg time. You come so far in this teleconference meeting. You pushed out every ounce of presentation breath, eked out every last drop of enthusiasm, presented under seven people in six countries. It suddenly dawns on you that the call was dropped ages ago, maybe somewhere around slide 457. So for the second time today, you thrust out one more hour of pitching and parry through points and punchlines. And now you've just hit the thank you slide and Sanjay from Malaysia, the only one who matters and has signing off power, dials in and says, hey guys, what did I miss? Now you got a problem. I'll tell you what you're gonna do. You're gonna scroll back to slide one. And you are going to do the presentation again with Lucase, with energy. Yeah, so that is <laughs> Give Me Strength by Lucase from Ogilvy and Mather in Johannesburg. Joburg. Um, yeah, I, I, I heard this a while ago and I just loved it because... Do you feel it, seen, Shane? Do you feel seen? No, no, it's not even that. Remember, this is pre-COVID. So, like, uh, teleconferencing was oh, not... Wow. That's yeah, pre-COVID. This is, 20, this is 2015. Feels, feels like that could be done, like, now. But what I love about it is it's essentially 
like there's there's so many of those inspirational videos on youtube take take al pacino's he's even doing a bit of al pacino in that and the other three are like different like type of inspiration different music there's always a lot of denzel they're like commencement speeches that someone rips the audio and puts the next one the other one is more like uh, our independence day from independence day that one's like any given sunday with al pacino inches by inches and they're all like they just remind me of those inspirational sporting um speeches now what i think is interesting about that is lucas aid obviously being an electrolyte based sporting drink so by tapping into not everyone gets those super inspirational sporting occasions where they get to run out on the field or get to play sports or being a dressing room or do something like that instead was them tapping into in a humorous way what your thing you need strength for you need inspiration for and be it that teleconferencing be it you know what i mean whatever that everyday mundane situation that is absolutely fucking exhausting is take a look at it and i just really like the self-awareness and fun of it and it's written very well it's written like the music design is really good i love something that's just tapping into audio anyway um the one thing i couldn't find was how it was delivered because they're all one minute and one and a half minutes so i don't know if they're solace breaks bought on radio i don't know there is no video aspect to them so i'm not 100 percent sure how it was actually seeded yes. um but it could have been podcasts given the kind of topic of it i don't know i'd say th- um, i'd say there were 60 second radio spots yeah probably um but anyway that was it it was uh there's two other versions of it i uh just really liked them just thought they were really funny and uh just i liked i wanted to give a moment to just look at some good writing for radio and that's just good writing for radio it is good it is isn't it? it's, it's lovely um it's <laughs> it's leading into so many kind of like tropes that's what makes it yeah. that's what makes yeah, it so yeah. brilliant and it's not just the writing even though it's a, it's one words for writing it's the craft of it too leans into to to the trope that like string sound music, design and, e- yeah, epic oh yeah. kind of crescendo-esque music um <laughs> it makes me want to watch those youtube uh videos like arnie schwarzenegger there is no plan B, you know, like yeah, yeah. the ones that, like, that they cut up Jocko Wilnick's podcast <laughs> yeah, and they just put stuff. it over that or David Goggins, who's going to carry the boats yeah. like that's but or th- there's a guy um, he does that one when you want to succeed as much as you'll breathe, then you'll succeed. Or he talks about Beyonce. He, he has a video uh, YouTube channel called Thank God It's Monday. <laughs> and it's all about like, what's his name? He's fucking great. But there is an but there is a want for that if you look at the youtube videos with that inspirational stuff you look at the the spotify's with that inspirational stuff on it so like there is like as you said the sound craft the sound design instantly does the job that the writer needs a platform to make their their copy work the audience knows exactly what they're tapping into they're like oh okay yeah and they mm-hmm. could that could be like retrospected into those videos as well like because you have the audio down you could design visuals because a lot of it's just stock music and typography yeah. on the screen 
So like he could yeah. turn that into <laughs> into one of those easily, stuff, easily, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, a hundred percent. Yeah, I just thought it was really good. I just thought it was really cool. Given you know, giving people their inspirational speeches because fucking ninety nine percent of people don't get them <laughs> for it, it, what it, they need them. It does feel that the 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 writer was indulging in. Uh, airing some dirty laundry out there from from past experiences too yeah another one is <laughs> deliberating uh children's birthday parties you know what i mean miscalculating dates there's a few like just mundane things that just are horrible <laughs> um you know what i mean we need that inspiration for real life problems not just playing games put your truth put your truth yeah and it was That's cool great. and so i don't know to get some nice audio some nice copywriting ones in there. Yeah, so if you're listening, you've missed nothing. You got the whole yeah, experience this there. This is actually for you. It's designed This for was you. just for you guys. Like, for me, my, my resounding memory of LucasAid advertising is when LucasAid Sport came out in the noughties and they sponsored all rugby. LucasAid really got overtaken by, like, the whole explosion of, like, Monster and all those fucking drinks. Like, um, remember, remember Powerade? Powerade. Powerade. Is that still yeah. a thing? Is Powerade still a, I'm not really au fait oh, with what's going on with sugary so. drinks these days. I don't think Powerade's... I could be wrong, but I don't think it is a thing now. I, I do low-key judge anyone who drinks a sports drink and they're not committed playing sports. And by low-key, it means I don't shout at them, but like I judge <laughs> you. Like if I see you with a can of Monster before 12pm... But Monster isn't a sports drink. Monster is just Monster. Oh, Monster's associated with um, mixed martial arts, with F1. So what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> All right. Uh, um, just like Red Bull, mm-hmm. you know. This is what they ran in 2015 in South Africa, and it was fabulous. Great choice. Great, uh, great Thank addition. Thank you very much. Great addition to, uh, to, to, the, to the archives. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so I guess unless you have any other business. No, I love you. Bye bye. So if you have been listening but not watching and you want to see Aaron's ad, not mine because mine was audio, you know, know your platform, Aaron, uh, go to workwithphone.ie <laughs> <laughs> forward slash podcast um, oh, and check out, check out the ad there because we are up to date on the on, on the website just just I look, you know, Aaron, so Aaron's not said thank you but just you know everyone who's looking uh, or listening to this Shane's telling you this as he's telling me this for the first time Ooh, maybe you should look <laughs> like at the I website a bit the more archive page non-stop maybe you should look at it a bit more but anyway attention. go to that and you can check out all their episodes back to number one um from this I think is 126 and if you were on like Apple or whatever, Spotify, give us a like, give us a share, do whatever the fuck they let you do there. Stars. I think it's stars. Just Is it always stars? Just shout with your phone. Just yeah, with your just phone. shout at your phone. Tell Siri to do something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, until next time. Peace. I Love That Ad is proudly sponsored by IRS Plus, the one-stop shop for expert local radio planning and media agnostic brand solutions. If you have a media brief, you need to speak to IRS Plus. Go to irsplus.ie or mail hello at irsplus.ie for more.